A very warm welcome to the Data Professional Stories, a podcast powered by Change Leaders. Our today's guest is Akash Mishra. He is a seasoned BFSI professional offering eight years of versatile experience across business analytics domain. Currently heading offshore analytics team at Synchrony Financial for Amazon Credit Card Portfolio, proficient in undertaking analytics, assignments, supporting areas of sales, marketing, product and operations. So Akash, welcome again. Thank you so much, Neha. Thank you for having me on your channel. Please tell us something about yourself and then your academic journey. Sure, Sneha. So, I basically belong to Odisha and uh, I am, as any normal person in India takes a path, I am also a B.Tech, then I did my MBA. I did not venture into the field of data science till as late as 2017. So, my career started off in manufacturing then i did an mba then i started off in product management but it is during my role with hdfc life that i encountered what power does data science and machine learning hold and how big an impact it can create on companies financials so, yeah, so that is what you're working with hdfc right uh, I started off post MBA working with HDFC Life. Yes. Okay. So, what was your mindset uh, five years ago about how you are going to take your career ahead? So, five years ago, when I came out of MBA, like any MBA aspirant, I also had uh, an aspiration to work in a product management role, rise up in the corporate strategy, and then one day go on to maybe lead a large financial team or an organization. So that is what even I aspired for when I started with HDFC Life. How did you land in your first job? What was the story behind that? Okay, so it's a bit mundane in my case because it was a campus placement. So my first job, as I said, was in manufacturing. That was pre-MBA and post-MBA, I started off with HDFC Life. And in both the cases, it was a campus placement. So I did not face much of a challenge on that front, frankly. So were you always wanting to get into data science or you have developed an interest while exploring your skills? Yes. So I, as I said, so when I came out of MBA, I did not aspire to get into data science. I had a different career trajectory for myself. However, in 2017, when I was working on a project, I encountered the impact data science machine learning can create on a business performance right and that is where my interest started off in data science i started looking at how to develop skills what are the necessary skill sets required what are the prerequisites required so prior to 2017 i did not even have any working coding experience uh, the only coding i had done was in my plus two in computer science subject that I had taken and then a few subjects in the first year of engineering. But I had never done coding before 2017. So post that project that I was working on, I started developing my coding skills. I took up courses on uh, great learning. I started uh, looking at various YouTube videos. I started taking part in hackathons so that I can develop the skills which are uh, required for a data science professional in today's field. 
so with all these steps that i took today i am now currently working in the data science field as you just told that you have never done coding uh, except in your class 11 12 which you took so mm-hmm. how difficult for you uh, to get into this data science and suddenly change your path into data science okay so when we talk about challenges i think it is more of a mindset right so if you look at say as i said right i did not know coding but i never had that fear in me that i'll not be able to code okay. so when i started off i started off uh, looking at various courses so the first thing anyone should do when they want to get into data science is try to understand what does a data science cycle look like right so they need to understand the cycle of the data and try to envision where they will fit in not everyone is made up for all the entire full stack of data science right so it has uh, jobs related to data engineering it has jobs related to data warehousing it has jobs related to uh, analyzing the data it has jobs related to deploying the models right so it has multiple sub functions too and it is very important for someone to understand where their acumen and interest lies so when i started off i was very clear that with me not having a coding background it will be tough for me to get uh, a very deeper understanding of java creating apis and those kind of stuff so i never ventured into data engineering sort of the subsection of data science i very clearly knew that with my business understanding which i gained through my mba and that will help me in understanding the business problem and then with the data science skill set that i can develop i'll be able to solve those problems for the businesses garnering impact on the business so okay. talking about the challenges now uh, as i said so it is all about the mindset even though if someone doesn't has not even done coding prior to it but if they are open to learn has that attitude that yes that is this is not tough but yes you need to take baby steps so start off with something like how to just import a uh, excel file in python right just try to like uh, write one line of code it is perfectly fine that you see it on google but don't copy paste it rather type it down so what that does is it gives you confidence it also helps you uh, helps your brain subconsciously to have those things captured so these kind of baby steps actually help someone who has never done coding to come up to speed so i think if with the right attitude and mindset it is very much possible it's not a challenge at all okay so which type of a role you were handling in data science organization and how did you transform yourself uh, okay so how did i transform myself again so as i said when i when i was working on that particular project so i was part of the team right i was not handling so there were a lot of things there were a lot of uh, uh developers around me who were working on codes who are writing uh, algorithms etc 
that was something that uh, ignited an interest in me to look at what is it that they are doing how are they transforming the business problem into those algorithms and that became a point which led me to transform myself i also felt like this is something that i can really contribute in this is something that is really interesting for me and i should go ahead and try to learn those things so a lot of times why we are not able to learn from our peers is basically the ego that comes in that okay i have done this i have done that i am at this stage right. i cannot learn from someone but yeah if you have a open mind of learning from anyone in the organization whether it's the cxos or even the junior most developers then i think it becomes a easy path of transforming oneself so i used to spend a lot of time with these developers mm. i used to understand what is it that they do how are, how do they write the code many a times it looks like you need to write everything from the scratch but that is not the case a lot mm. of frameworks are already available you just need to tune those frameworks to your to suit your needs right so how do these people do that so that is something that i captured from them and then as i said so because i had uh, gained some interest in this field i also took up courses from great learning that helped me a lot to build my basic foundation okay right? so these are the steps which i slowly took to build my career in data science data science all right what is your domain of expertise and how do you use data science in it okay so my domain of expertise lies in predictive modeling and uh, descriptive statistics so basically when you look at the entire data science field you have artificial intelligence machine learning deep learning right then you have sub segments of these as natural language processing computer vision and predictive analytics so i work on the front of predictive analytics because in india the opportunities though they are immense but we are still not there where we can deploy computer vision or nlp at large scale so okay. those projects are still at the nascent stage they are still you can sort of in a prototype stage right and there are very few companies who are deploying them for a larger business case so as of now we are seeing a trend where we are uh, still trying to understand the data now over the last 5 years the data creation has happened at a quantum speed right so earlier where we used to say create some gigabytes of data per day now we are creating some terabytes petabytes of data per day so that's a quantum jump now when you see these kind of jump it is very important for everyone in the organization to understand the data that their company is creating identifying trends identifying patterns analyzing those trends patterns coming up with business insights Uh, then you need to also uh, how do we use this data now so you have insights but what do i do with those insights so it becomes very important that you can create a pipeline of such insights on a regular basis 
that is where your dashboarding skills come into picture. You use tools like Tableau, Power BI, so that you have a continuous streaming of trending that is going on. The second thing is, so once you have these insights, okay, you understand that my business is going in a certain aspect. So now how do I enhance the business, right? That is where predictive modeling comes in. How do we reach out to customers? Which customers do we need to reach out to first? Which customers can we reach out to at a later stage? What proposition should we bring for a particular customer? So with data, you can personalize, or I would say you can hyper-personalize the needs of a customer, right? So mm -hmm. that is where I come into picture in terms of designing campaigns, identifying trends, understanding the key metrics, then so all these encompasses how analytics is currently being used in the Indian industry. Right. So what are the fields in which you envision data science will have impact in the coming times? I think in every single field you will have data science uh, and uh, venturing into and that is because we are creating massive amount of data in all the fields, right? The biggest of them which I see is consumer analytics where understanding the pulse of a customer understanding the need of a customer and reaching out to the customer even before he has reached out or even thought of reaching out for a certain need, right? That is the level of hyper-personalization I feel that we can uh, reach up to. So for instance, say in a banking sector, now okay. someone, right, someone has uh, a decent amount of money in their savings account, right? Mm -hmm. Now, looking at that person's transaction behaviors, for I will give you a very crude example. Uh, this may not even be called a data science, but it is something like you can just do it on Excel, but it can be uh, extrapolated on a very large scale. So for example, say someone, a customer who, is, who has a XYZ bank account, and he keeps, say, 50 lakhs of money in the account, right? Okay. Over the past six months, that customer has not done much of a transaction. So only the basic debit credit happens based on his grocery shopping or mm -hmm. something like that. Now, what that particular bank can do is uh, look at the past behavior of that customer, right? If a customer is a long-time customer, look at the past behavior. In past, he was an active trader, right? But over the last six months, he has stopped trading. Hmm. Do you see in his transaction behavior that somewhere he lost the money, right? Do you see in his transaction behavior that uh, maybe he uh, he is looking at, he has done some inquiries about loan, home loans, looking to buy loans. So banks can look at all such smaller aspects and then come up with a, say, a bundled proposition for the customer, stating, uh, sir, we see that you are probably looking for a home loan. Maybe the interest are high right now and you don't want to get into uh, stocks because it seems that you have already burnt your hands. We have a good proposition for you that you can put some money in the fixed deposit at this interest rate over this period of time. So rather than keeping the money idle in the bank account. So 
do you see how you are able to actually uh, target every yeah. customer with a very specific need and a problem and yeah. customer would not have even thought about it yeah that okay i'm earning 3% i can go up to earning 6% and then it will also help me with my down payment or whatever he wants to do with the mm-hmm. amount right so this is a very very basic example that you can even look at this kind of a trend on excel but such the and here i only looked at a few features right i looked at uh, his say mutual fund and a loan inquiry but the bank has numerous features for a customer to look at you have more than 500 various fields to look at your place of birth your where are you living your address your contact x y z everything right mm. so with that sort of volume of data how much personalized can we make this right and this kind of personalization is not just available to banks but it is available to everyone you talk about telecom they know which city you have been in in india right so you go to so if i am in bhubaneswar they know i am in bhubaneswar if i move to hyderabad they know i am in hyderabad if i move to mumbai they know i am in mumbai right so they have all these aspects they can then tie up with the entire ecosystem in mumbai to just cater to my needs they can tie up with the ecosystem in hyderabad to cater to the needs of their customer in hyderabad so such kind of consumer analytics is something that going to go leaps and bounds is what i feel so what is the future scope in this and do you think it is at growing stage or has attained saturation as i previously mentioned right it it depends on a person's interest so when you say full stack data science specialist is someone who has knowledge on everything that person understands data warehousing that person understands data engineering that person understands uh business that person understands uh creating al- uh, yeah creating algorithms that person understands deploying the model so with all these pipelines of understanding if someone is a full stack data scientist they have a great career ahead in to say go on to become a chief data officer in the company right so that's the immense potential that this full stack developer can have however even if you don't have that the scope is still immense because of the field and the growing nature of the field so even if you are not able to understand all of these aspects pick up one or two aspect where you feel your interest lies where you feel you can put in hard work and still you don't feel burn out if you can find that you still have that growth opportunity with you all right how to keep yourself relevant in the ever advancing field of data science i would say other than studying studying and studying you have you don't have any other choice right you mm-hmm. have to be in practice and you have to keep yourself updated with what's going on so when i say studying it doesn't mean that you get into a regular course or it doesn't mean that you should get back to the basic statistics but what i mean to say is that keep yourself abreast in terms of what's happening in the field right be so, aware basically yes be aware 
so when we look at data science there are a lot of fields which are which will move in conjunction with data science right mm. something like uh, blockchain technology secondly you have cloud computing third you have uh, thirdly you can say cyber security so all of these along with data science is what is going to create a huge digital revolution that we are already a part of and we are just in the initiation phase you have a growth then you will have a maturity so all those phases are still yet to come so with your understanding of these fields keeping yourself abreast with the latest knowledge in what's happening around the world what is happening in your country because every country has different regulations so you may not be able to apply everything everywhere some of the things will be applied in a more customized manner for different countries pertaining to their laws and regulations so if you are aware of all those stuff i think it is more than enough to keep yourself updated in this field okay what are the new trends in data science can you name a few and how these technologies can help people to identify their own area of interest yes so some of the bigger trends i just talked about right blockchain cyber security artificial intelligence for data science specifically we look at it in three different ways one is deep learning one is a artificial intelligence one is a machine learning although each of these is a subset of the other but when you look at machine learning it is more about uh, understanding business apply understanding the trends applying the predictive analytics coming up with uh, models which can say a credit default model etc right so these are the kind of applications you will see in corporate in machine learning when you go to deep learning and artificial intelligence they are a growing field now as i said india is still 5 years behind where you see these uh, tools being applied on a larger scale so i'll give you a very quick example self driving car right so that's a very very uh, you can say would be a revolutionizing uh, product if it comes in uh, and it is purely based on ai right so those are the kind of things which are still in the prototyping stage we don't see in immediate future when i say immediate future next one to two years where these applications are done on a large scale however if you want to look at nlp which is a part of deep learning so alexa like google chrome so these are the prime examples of how nlp has poured into our life and with our with working from home even when everything so everything is getting back to normal that's a good sign but still on the efficiency aspect we see that i don't foresee companies to be restarting at a full scale it would mostly be a hybrid model and in hybrid model when you are working at home you are developing your entire ecosystem at home right so all these apply uh, tools that are there and that are getting integrated with the consumer products they are create, making our life easier so that ways ai uh, your deep learning is impacting each person's life immensely right you look at say a 
OTT platform, Netflix or Hotstar or any of those, Amazon Prime, etc. With the um, quantum of data they have on you, they, the models that they run on recommendations. So it, it's like just on a click of a remote or a click of a button, you are able to open the app and then you don't even need to search what you need to look at. Right. Because of these recommendation engines, whatever you want to see are at the top. Yeah. So, so your life has become so easy that you don't have to move your finger to scroll down. It's just like click, 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 and you are just yeah. watching whatever you like. Right? It automatically brings you in the platter. And exactly. Exactly. So you sometime back in restaurant, you would have eaten, say, a prawn. Yeah. Then after a week, chicken, after a week, you had palak paneer. And then suddenly after two years, when you are entering the restaurant, they have all these three items on the table. Mm. So it has become so personalized that you don't even have to look at the menu. Mm. And they know, ki, okay, these are the things this person has eaten before and would like probably. They already have it on the plate. So what you will do is, okay, let me, even if I had thought of ordering something, who will go through the pain of looking at the menu? Let me have the prawn because this is a good prawn, right? So this is how easy our life is becoming. And this is how easy this AI data science is making our life on a day-to-day basis. Okay. And who inspired you to be in the data science or which type of organization you are fond of, which inspired you to pursue a career in data science? Okay. So... Post my MBA, I have only worked in BFSI sector. I love the sector. So I will not be able to very specifically say which particular field has inspired me because banking is a field which I love. I love to solve problems in banking and insurance and look at new ways of solving those problems. Now, who inspired me? So that who is not a person, that who is... Uh, that project which I was a part of in 2017 where I saw the impact it was creating. So when I say impact, for so the result, I'll just talk about how data science impact uh, result of the project I was working on. So that project was basically a lead management system where we were applying analytics to focus our uh, lead generation to a particular set of customers, we had a huge database to mine, right? Now, with application of this, if we had not applied the model and if we would have gone with the existing system that we had in the company, our lead conversion ratio was at about 3%. And post-application of the system, we could take up that 3% to about 9%. So that was a 3x jump. When you look at such jumps, it gives you a sense of uh, accomplishment. And that accomplishment that I got when I completed that project was something that really uh, wanted me to get into data things and keep on working on projects thereafter, which would create such high impact on the organization's working or outcome. So that's what 
led me to get into this particular field okay what are your challenges and how did you handle those challenges as we all know data science domain is like an ocean to find the right place in this ocean what type of strategic move you have applied yes so this is something very important for everyone to identify now when you get into data science you will be so it is such a vast ocean that it makes you feel really really small so it's like you are a small fish in a big ocean right mm. so how will you identify which part of that ocean you like right right so for some it can be the depth of the ocean for some it can be the shore where you are seeing some sunlight so there are a lot of different things for me what triggered me to get into this particular aspect of data science and have the full st- uh, of the full stack is my background now given that i had done an mba it had so i had that bent of mind where i could think of businesses and the business challenges now data science is a tool for me to solve those challenges i love problem solving and i love solving the challenges which come up in businesses on a day to day basis now i apply this data science as a tool to solve those problems that was that is my kick now for everyone else it could be a different kick right for example say someone is a great coder so for that person it may not be as big a kick to see a business bottom line impact but for that person the kick could be to create a product that will influence the masses right so that person can actually get into the app development which will integrate data science and create an enhanced app right so with your background with your understanding of the business and what you like to do not everyone wants to create a product so everyone has their own different expectation and things that they love so identify what you love every day when you get up you start your office laptop what is that one thing that would have made you jump out of the bed at 5 in the morning open your laptop and start working mm-hmm. identify that particular thing you don't need to as i earlier said you don't need to be a full stack data scientist if you can be you are a real real valuable asset to any organization even if you are not there are various functions which exist within data science and you need to identify what is that one function that is real which you really like right so you need not necessarily be solving business problems you can be a product developer you can be a data engineer you can be a database architect right all these different fields play a very significant role in an entire data science project cycle all right lastly what advice would you like to give to your peer leaders uh, the only advice i would give is get into the field of data science as early as possible i'll give you a very very crude example for that people who are good in excel 
in 2010 have grown much faster than people who were not given that they both have the same background right now in 2022 and growing from here on in next 10 years people who will have the basic data science understanding will grow much faster than someone who doesn't have it it's like it has become a necessity and all the tools that we had earlier are uh, not sufficient enough to analyze your business to understand your consumers to come up with various solutions for those consumers so you don't need to be an expert in data science but at least get your basics in place get all those nuances right understand the entire data science journey and try to see how deep you can go in it if you want to go deeper based on your uh, interest it is perfectly fine even if you are not interested you will need to understand data science because it is going to be a very very integral part of the business that we are going to run in future all right it's time to wind up the session thank you so much akash for sharing your insights to our audience thank you listeners for spending your time here hope you all like it please like share and comment and don't forget to subscribe to our data professional stories a podcast powered by chain leaders thank you so much akash once again thank you sneha thank you for your time and thank you for having me on your platform